Good evening, my fellow Americans. Take the red pill. We're at war with the most dangerous enemy that has ever faced mankind in his long climb from the swamp to the stars. The disastrous rise of misplaced power exists. All we have built, all we have worked for, would be destroyed. There is nothing the political establishment will not do. And this nation will not be fully free until all its citizens are free. Our arms must be mighty, ready for instant action. These criminals cannot be rewarded. So that no potential aggressor may be tempted to risk his own destruction. There is a point beyond which they must not advance. They're coming after you and I'm just standing in their way. Here I am. You and I have a rendezvous with death. The cost of freedom is always high. Those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment well, I think it's time we ask ourselves if we still know the freedoms that were intended for us by the Founding Fathers. This is a crusade! This is a holy war against the deep state! We never wanted to be right, but yet things are all adding up to the firestorm. Am I the only one here tonight Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not Who thinks of taking all the good we got And turning it back Hell, I'll be damned I think I'm turning into my old man Am I the only one Willing to bleed Or take a bullet for being free Screaming what the hell at my TV For telling me Yeah, you telling me That I'm the only one Willing to fight For my Am I the only one not brainwashed Making my way through the land of the lost Who sees it as it is and worries about his kids As they try to undo all the things he did Am I the only one who can't take no more screaming If you don't like it, there's a freaking door The ain't the freedom we've been fighting for it was something more, yeah, it was something more Am I the only one willing to fight For my love of the red and white and the blue Burning on the ground, another statue coming down In a town near you, watching the The only one 
only one who quit singing along Every time they play a Springsteen song Am I the only one sitting here Holding on, holding back my tears For the ones who paid with the lives they gave God bless the USA I'm not the only one willing to fight For my love of the red and white and the blue Burning on the ground, another statue coming down in a town Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh. That's Vince Tagliavia. Welcome to the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose, live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That was Aaron Lewis's Am I the Only One, the official music video. Um, great song. It definitely makes you think. It definitely wakes you up inside to understand that, you know, we are not alone in this battle, but yet it feels it. And there is definitely a battle going on watching the things unravel right now throughout the world and you know, seeing things that we've been talking about for years in the sense of um, possibilities are actually manifesting and it's quite scary. And then seeing the predictive programming and the foreshadowing coming from, you know, Hollywood types. And um, it's uh, it's not a scary time to be alive. And, and let's let's emphasize that because yeah. I, don't, I don't necessarily like the title doom and gloom, the bear of doom and gloom. <clears throat> but we have to have a reality check. And I've, I've been kind of, I'm in a lot of different circles, right? And I mean, I align with different people that have different opinions on things, different perspectives on things. And they might believe that wholly as the truth, like there's nothing outside of it. And that's absolutely fine because everybody's entitled to their own belief. Um, but I disagree. My, my research, my understanding shows something completely different in the sense of perspective. At the end of the day, uh, what I think we do know is that there is a a silent war. If you remember, this was trending back in 2020. There is a yeah. silent war going on between the globalists, between the elites, between the power brokers of this world trying to uh, organize their level of control over humanity. And, you know, there's various different parts of this multi-headed hydra, the War of the Roses, as I talk about it. Um, a few months ago, uh, Donald Trump came out and said that 2024 is the final battle. And I think that that is probably one of the most important things that he said um, all of 2023. Now, there's some predictions out there from various different people. And I don't know these people. I kind of hear it all third party. I've listened to a few podcasts with some of these people um, that... Trump is going to be shelved in the next three weeks that he's not going to run Flynn and Kennedy. This is, this is Mike Gill. And, oh and I invite Mike Gill on cool. I mean, I'm willing to hear what people have. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's an interesting theory. Um, 
but with that, I mean, we have Trump going in front of the Supreme Court in two days, I think Wednesday, uh, where they're going to make a decision if he has presidential immunity. And if they hold true to the 2013 Supreme Court case ruling uh, with Bill Clinton in the Sox case, then they're not going to be able to try him. And all this was done. And we talked about this a few weeks ago with Jack Smith, that Jack Smith is finding a way out because they don't have enough evidence to go after Trump because they know there's nothing there. They just wanted to bring on the indictments, but then they want to look and show how the system is complicit and corrupt. And Donald Trump's Supreme Court justices basically aligned with him because he's the one who appointed them. And then that buys way if the Democrats happen to win by some way, shape or form to usher in more Supreme Court justices um, onto the bench to kind of overrule that. And it'll bring about uh, a, a mutiny within the Democrats uh, in, in the sense that they will push back because they're not going to like that ruling. Um, but what it does is it gets Jack Smith, the Democrats, the Biden administration off the hook. If the Supreme Court comes out and says, yes, presidential immunity, stop it. This is ridiculous. And they have to drop all charges. Now it's not that they didn't have the evidence, which they don't. Now it's not that Trump didn't do anything wrong. He didn't. It's that the Supreme Court basically is corrupt and ruled in favor of Donald Trump. This is why they've set the narrative the last few months with Clarence Thomas, right? So Wednesday is going to be a very, very big day this week. Um, now, Mike Gill does say that in two weeks, uh, Donald Trump will announce that basically he's out and, and all that stuff, or, or that's at least my understanding of it. Um, I'm doubtful. I don't, I don't, I don't believe it. Um, and the reason I don't believe it is this man has risked everything yet so far. He's got, uh, he, he is a shoe in for, um, candidacy. He's going to win the presidential election, but ultimately that presidential election is going to lead to uh, civil war. And I think we all understand that. Um, now, not only is it going to lead to civil war, but, and look, it doesn't mean that there's going to be Americans fighting Americans in the street or anything like that. But I think what it's going to do is it's going to bring about a, um, a, a, a divergence between the states and the federal government. And I think that that's really where this begins to start is that the 2024 election happens, Donald Trump wins or a Democrat wins either or Donald Trump wins and the Democrats begin protesting, rioting and start a civil war. And I think states would step in at that time, especially with the Biden administration during that time, isn't doing any action. And the states would basically um, say, hey, look, you need to do something or we're, we're just going to formulate against you and, and yeah. overrule your authority and start moving their National Guard into parent parent states, because that's what they yeah. have the ability to do through the 10th Amendment. So I think that that is more likely a scenario that we're going to see happen in 2024. But potentially we could see a lot more. And um, this is fucking getting interesting, man. You know, it is. But you know what's really interesting, though? Let's say Trump wins the election and we go into that kind of scenario where it's not accepted by the far, far left and and things unfold. If a left state says, all right, we're out, we're leaving, we're seceding, I don't think they're going to garner the same support that a state like Texas would have if Biden won and the right said, this is a bullshit, you guys cheated. I think that they would basically have to put their foot down and be a totalitarian government and they'd get everybody fleeing these blue states and then I, I agree would, again the tide would turn uh it's a crazy but, thought but yeah and so there's a lot happening right now and in that sense of what you're talking about i, I think that there's a, a massive amount of scenarios that can happen with what the outpouring of the 2024 election. As I've said many times, Ray Dalio, the author of the New World Order, multi-billionaire, sits on the board of directors of uh 
of WEF, World Economic Forum, as well as good friends with Larry Fink, uh, BlackRock, um, has said that 2024 election is going to end up in civil war. It's trending right now on Twitter. The really? So if, if you remember, leave the world behind. So we watched this Sunday night on movie, movie night, guys, on the social red pill, which if you haven't joined, it would be great if you could go out there and join social red pill dot com check that out help support everything that we do here but sunday night we did movie night and we watched leave the world behind and watching it a second time showed me tons more symbology that i didn't notice before and one thing that it is symbolizing is the rising of civil war so i believe that the other movie civil war that's coming out in march by the same director is part two of leave the world behind and it makes complete sense now some a, a few things that kind of go into that with um i i have some tabs open here they're kind of off the wall number one is i will pull this up because this was quite interesting um and i think that this is donald trump this is one of the reasons why i think donald trump is going to play his cards so from people i know and people i've talked to um donald trump does have a lot of information a massive amount of information and that he can release that. And I think that it's getting to be that time to where he comes back on Twitter and he begins releasing it. Now, this is what happened the other day. Dan Scavino at, uh, what time was this at? Uh, well, it says 6.32 p.m. I don't know why that was. It was actually posted at 1.32 p.m. Oh, there it is. Yeah. So it was posted at 1.53 a.m. Because this is central time right here. So this video, and if you watch it, it's just the fountains in Vegas, but at 43 seconds, if you watch right there at 43 seconds, there's the Batman signal. So the Batman signal comes up, and the video is 55 seconds long. Okay, well, that's interesting. Is there any coincidence here? Absolutely. Okay, number one is it's 55 seconds long. We're on Twitter. Look at Twitter exactly this. My fellow Americans, the storm is upon us. God bless. That's kind of interesting. And then it was posted at 1.53 a.m. So we go to post 1.53 um, and we have for the coming days, ask yourself an honest question. Why would a billionaire who has all the fame, fortune, um, and, uh, a warm loving family, friends, etc., want to endanger himself and his family by becoming POTUS. And by the way, that is the image in the Q post is the Batman signal. So we have the correlation right there to all this. So that was pretty significant. Um, I think that Donald Trump is going to make some moves and, um, you know, do I believe that Donald Trump's commander in chief? No, I, I don't. And the reason is, is because it's constitutionally impossible not to be the elected president in power in Washington, D.C. And the um, um, it, it's impossible to not be that. But the commander in chief, you can't segregate that power. That power is only apportioned by that. And that that type of power only comes about through congressional uh, approvals and war power acts and type like things like that. And those have to be made public. The one misconception about PEDs is that they can implement a PED and it has to say secret. That That's not, that's actually not true. PEDs are secret presidential emergency action documents. PEDs are secret until they're enacted. Once they're enacted, they come out as a regular executive order under various different directives. So I, I've argued this point and that's fine if we disagree. Hey, that's fine if we disagree. Uh, you know what? I don't think it really makes a difference. And the reason I don't think it makes a difference is because what we're seeing is the same. Donald Trump is fighting for, I believe, this country, in my opinion. He is fighting for this country. 
And is he fighting for power? Absolutely, he's fighting for power. Um, is that power have to do with him and, and, and his beneficiaries? Yeah, absolutely. Does it have to do with the American people and the progress of the American people? I believe it does. And so I think that that is the, the, the best positive outcome that we can have in 2024. Um, now, does it matter if Donald Trump was CIC or not? No, it doesn't. Because number one is we've seen absolutely zero evidence to suggest that Donald Trump is commander in chief. And the reason I say that is because number one, our entire va- uh, military was vaccinated, including Space Force. Every single general officer and officer that has been appointed by the president has been appointed since 2021 has been appointed by Joe Biden, um, including the heads of NORAD. So that should give you a clear indication, right? Um, we have the lowest military retention on record. Um, it, you know, Vince, go back to COVID-19 and remember me talking okay. about the vaccine. And I said, they're trying to whittle away at our military and kill off people and get people to leave the military mm-hmm. so that we are overburdened by multiple wars overseas to where we'll have one in Europe. We'll have one in the Middle East. We'll have one in the South China Sea. And I look remember. what just came out today, the report today that the Pentagon is reporting that uh, the retention rates are massively, massively not where they should be. And I'm going to pull up this article. The uh, report will enter 2024 with the smallest military in over 80 years. You know, Okay. and and I got some flack for saying this, but I I am pro-military. I I love our military and I'm forever grateful for them, but Nobody wants to fight these wars for the cabal. And that's just the reality of the situation right now. I think that's really affecting this and along with the whole health yeah. scam that goes on with it. Yep. And I that's just really how I feel, folks. But Sorry, Facebook. So Facebook doesn't like Aaron Lewis's uh, song anymore. Oh. So let me start that again. Five, four, three, two, Oops. one. So this should start up. We should be good. Got a lot of familiar faces in the chats over here today. Yeah. Um, And LinkedIn, we can turn LinkedIn off. Okay. We are back on Facebook. Sorry about that, Facebook. I apologize. It looks like that Aaron Lewis song got us banned. Um, We have permission for it, though. We have verbal permission, but um, quite a few songs that I play, I'll I'll, I'll reach out to people and get permission, but we don't have the license, the AMG license or whatever. But I actually do have it on. We do have it for the radio show, but we don't have that license anymore because we don't have the radio show so yeah the retention they said 80 percent down 80 levels we haven't seen in 80 years or something levels we haven't seen in 80 years and i mean if you go back to covid19 and the vaccination this is exactly what i said i said we're going to be overseas we're gonna be over by ukraine we're gonna be in the middle east we're gonna be in the south china sea we're, we're going to be um, spread out all throughout the world, and then the threat is going to come to home. And look what the hell is happening exactly, exactly that. I, I wanted to go out there and see if I could find this article. Um, go ahead, Vince. I'm just thinking about war, and um, you know, I don't want to fight a cabal, a cabalistic war overseas. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a really unfortunate situation the world finds itself in. But the war I will fight is the war in my community, which is the same Kabbalistic nightmare. But 
it's kind of the final stand here, right? If it were to go down that way and man, are we getting invaded? Yeah. Well, I just saw one. Um, I, I just saw a news article and it's not on here anymore. I think it was maybe on Twitter and I went past it, but that mm-hmm. the uh, there's more U.S. carriers right now deployed around the world to the Europe area. So you have uh, the Mediterranean, you yes. have the Persian Gulf, and then you have the South China Sea by Taiwan. Then uh, any time in a very, very long time. And so yep. we are spread thin. Remember all the helicopter crashes and all that stuff that's happening? Yeah, I have a link right there that talks about this. There there it is. Perfect. I think it was you that – okay. Yeah, it was our our news feed. And so, yeah. So, look at this. I mean, U.S. aircraft carriers are literally everywhere right now. U.S. Navy aircraft carriers like the Ford class and old Nimitz class can go anywhere and attack, blah, blah, blah. Um, They'll spend the holiday likely um, at least a few weeks into the new year operating in the eastern Mediterranean after Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin ordered two carriers presence near Israel as the war against Hamas continues. Uh, This will mark the third time the U.S.'s newest and largest supercarrier has seen its deployment extended. Other warships in the carrier strike group have also extended their deployments. Um, Now, what's also interesting on top of that is that where is that other article? Yeah, there's just there's a lot, but there's not. Oh, yeah. Pentagon today has announced a new international mission to counter attacks on commercial vessels in the Red Sea. And this is dealing with the the, um, the Yemeni uh, Houthi terrorists, the Yemeni controlled Houthi terrorists. And so they're going to keep them deployed out there. So this means that the Persian Gulf. Now, what's interesting that happened from this today? So we get this announcement the U.S. is going to do this today. Hmm. Then what? what happened? Oh, mean protect the seas and stuff what happened i'm not sure okay let's go to my twitter oil prices surge uh following red sea attacks Hmm. bp says it'll pause all tanker traffic through the red sea after attacks on merchant shippings by the the, whoa yeah so that is incredibly significant people because what's going to happen and if you go back to 2020, when we talked about this, is we t- said the attack on the supply chain, the interruption of energy, okay? So these ships have to have diesel fuel in order to operate. And now we're seeing oil prices that are going to skyrocket through the roof this winter because of these events. Now, we also just had, and I'm going to see if I can find this post. Um, this, is, this is just crazy. So we had... Uh, reports earlier of large explosion at iran's aviation and space force headquarters i in saw Iran. this i was unable to really confirm this but i'm seeing multiple Correct. reports of it coming out yeah seeing the reports haven't been able to confirm it so if that's true then and you know go back to whitney webb last week redacted of what uh-huh. she was talking about with clayton morris she said um cti uh, I, uh ctil ctil the cybersecurity company that infiltrated U.S. Uh, Pentagon defenses, uh, infrastructure, so forth, that was doing it all for free, that is operated by the former head of intelligence for the Mossad, who is hell-bent on creating a war with Iran. Okay, now we saw these cyber attacks last week. How many cyber attacks are we going to see this week? We had power Dude. outages all throughout the Northeast. Yeah, today. did you see Iran got... Iran got cyber attacks. So you're going to see retaliation from this. And then you see this fire right here. These are all the small little signals that we have to pay attention to that are going to lead to something far greater. And you got to remember 
Iran is not going to formally declare war on the United States of America. What they are going to do is they're going to utilize a terrorist organization through Hezbollah, known as Unit 910, that has already infiltrated our country, is already in our cities, brought there by these Republican governors, drove into the sanctuary cities, into the thousands, military-age fighting men's illegal immigrants coming over the border, and they're going to create ruckus and hell here at home. That, that's how Iran is going to fight back against the United Gosh. States of America. It's not going to be a Middle East war, but our troops are going to be over there. So buckle really, up, Buttercup. Yeah. I was really surprised to see the reports on the hack in Iran. They said that 70% of Iran's gas stations got shut down. Mm -hmm. That is just. And that is an act of war, whoever did that. And they're going to blame it on the U.S. or Israel. Israel. You know they are. They so Israel. then we saw this. And so this is where things get interesting. I love symbolic nature. This is um, Moscow Times reported today that the Russian veterans charity FSB Veterans has released a calendar <laughs> depicting the twenty year 2024 as a year of Russian military domination, including an image of Russia invading Washington, D.C. <laughs> I'm sorry. Look at Putin. Well, here, here's my That's here's my thing with this. Crazy propaganda. Yeah. You see this word right here, this H-O backwards R. I don't know yeah. um, the, the script. Um, that's November. Oh, fuck. So, so that's November. Now, what's interesting about that is all throughout the movie, Leave the World Behind, the number 1117 kept on repeating. Yeah. Repeating over and over and over. We saw it multiple times. It was on the grandfather clock. <coughs> it was on multiple different clocks. 1117. So 1117. Is, is that, you know, I want you to take this in the context. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. When is, when is the election day? 2024. When is it? I think it's the third. Uh, yep, election day 2020, November 5th. Okay. Okay. November 5th. Noted. So 12 days later is when that potentially could happen. Okay. It, so yeah, could so we have fits. 10 it's... days of darkness in between? I don't know. I'm just hype. Yeah. Throwing a hypothesis out there. But this is interesting because it shows Russian soldiers using drones. That, by the way, that is a, um, if you look at this really closely, uh, this image right there, that's a cruise missile. That's not a drone. That's oh, a cruise really? missile. And that is an attack helicopter. So and it would be like walking deployed. The steps of, yeah. From mm. a naval, from a naval yeah. asset. So, but so this happens in November. So I find that really interesting and it correlates to leave the world behind because everything is falling into this level of predictive programming. And <sighs> it's kind of scary how this aligns up. And now, I, don't, I don't trust Russia. Okay. But. Isn't it possible that maybe Trump has an agreement with Russia and that they actually come help us out, come in, clean things up and say, all right, you guys are back on track. We're out of here. Let's continue. Yeah, it, it, it's a good possibility. And we've talked about that before, that Trump went around the world. He met with these leaders and they all started joining the British nations. Like, and I think Look. it was more the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Um, that if we have an opposition to the globalist deep state, to the Western deep state, um, then we are able to do what we need to do uh, by dismantling them. And then we rise up to power um, as this coalition to kind of, you know, the, the BRICS nations. The, the BRICS nations are moving into the future. I mean, there's nothing, 
yeah, we're talking about 15 minute cities. We're talking about the World Economic Forum's plan and design. Um, but Putin's not going for that. Do you no, think they're Putin's not, really going to go for that? And they're not going for climate change. A lot of them nope. are saying it's bullshit. Now, Xi Jinping, his, one of his promises when he became president was hmm. to basically bring the Chinese people to a level of freedom globally. But they had to sacrifice in between. Now, but then, you know, talk about predictive programming. I found this. I haven't seen anybody else post this. Uh-oh, what now? This was a TikTok video by a uh, official UN website. Check this out. Huh. goes beyond borders i am a migrant iom un migration the first video they show is at the darien gap in panama we've been reporting it to you that the un is busing these people facilitating their transfer they come out there as if oh it's migration no it's illegal immigration into the united states of america and they are the ones bringing them to our country costa rica or was it costa rica and i want to say belize one of the other countries uh, over in that area, just went into a treaty, a national emergency treaty, okay, to start shipping the migrants coming through their areas to the United States border because they can't deal with them. Okay, this is this is an invasion of our country, and I don't care how, you know, oh, well, you know, it's innocent women and children. Okay, well, you know, let's have someone process these people and turn all the, the able-bodied 20, 18- to 25-year-old men away. Like, no, we need to turn them all away. They need to go back to their country. And it's unfortunate. I'm sorry, but they need to go through the official process. They need to go through the immigration process. They need to go through the asylum process. Yeah, there's a lot of ways that we, we could help different people around the world to live better lives. They all don't need to come to America where we can't even have our own people live good, healthy lives. Yep. Now, on the other side of the house, something we've been talking about. Massive solar flares erupted from the sun, releasing large amounts of, of radiation energy from the entire event was captured on video by a spacecraft. We talked about this last week. Um, this came a few days, about five days after I said it was going to happen when we had a large earthquake within the Philippine area and a tsunami war, uh, warning throughout Japan. Okay. And I've always related volcanic activity and earthquake activity directly to solar activity to where when we have a volcano erupt or an earthquake, this is preemptive of a massive solar event that is about to happen. Well, guess what? Today we have the Grindavik Iceland volcano has erupted and this is producing massive problems throughout all of Iceland. Now, they've thought that it was, uh, they've been warning that it's most likely going to erupt. We talked about the, the thousands of micro earthquakes that were happening uh, throughout Iceland the last few weeks. Now we're seeing um, the volcanic fissure that has opened, um, that is producing havoc. Multiple people have been evacuated. And so I came out and I said, okay, well, guess what? Here's a warning. There's going to be another solar flare. And we've talked about the solar activity on this planet and how solar activity and cosmic ray bombardment actually correlate directly to each other with solar, uh, with solar cycles, 11-year solar cycle. Now, last week, I talked about a 
um, a post that Zach Voorhees published, which is actually a really good post um, in the sense of the climate change psyop. He talks about the heliospheric current sheet and that the galactic electric current sheet, a.k.a. the heliospheric current sheet, um, is important. It drives a magnetic alignment of the sun, the earth, and all other planets in our solar systems. Every stellar body in our solar system is magnetically aligned to, to this electronic current sheet. This sheet ripples out, and sometimes our solar system crosses one of these ripples. And when that happens, it gets biblical. And I think what he means there, because this is in the solar system, is that these also exist within the arm of the galaxy. And that when we cross those, it's basically like inducing induction, inducing an electric charge within our heliospheric um, current sheet. And that supercharges the sun and produces a micronova situation, which would produce a massive blast of radiation towards our planet. Now, that would produce a probably a pole shift on our planet as well as a super geomagnetic um, um, activity. Okay. Yeah. The um, last time we had that solar storm last week, it actually affected the naturally inspired radio show. So if you guys were right. listening and the call sounded a little crackly, it was from that solar flare event that had just happened. That's right. Now we'll check this out. Ancient inscribed bricks contain evidence of mysterious magnetic anomaly. Science is fine. Um, analyzing ancient Mesopotamian bricks have discovered traces of Levantine Iron Age geomagnetic uh, anomaly that shed light on its strength. Uh, this was approximately 3,000 uh, 3, years ago. And the magnetic event was stronger than anything that we have experienced in modern history, even <coughs> the Carrington event. Which basically, if this type of event hit our planet, we would be knocked back to the 19th century. Our modern civilization would go away. Now, is that indicative of what potentially is going to happen in this next solar cycle? This is what I've been talking about for years. Now, naysayers be like, uh, you're talking about the sun and so Yeah, whatever. You know what? Be prepared for everything. Be prepared for anything. We never know what's going to happen, and we should always be aligned to any possibility. All right. That was kind of like the the news that I had. Vince, what do you got? I'm joking. <laughs> Vince, well, today we've got partly cloudy skies, temperatures reaching into the low 40s. <laughs> <laughs> and here's Vince with the weather. So there, there is another post I wanna I wanna touch on. Okay. This is uh, retired rear admiral. Okay. Okay. So, let me, let me pull up this real quick. Tim Gallaudet, retired U.S. Navy Rear Admiral and former NOAA administrator, um, has came out and made this claim on public TV. And I want you to listen oh. to what he says. This is a U.S. Navy Rear Admiral who was the head of the NOAA and would know this information. I think it's about time that we do disclose that we, we are in contact with non-human intelligence. That, that's what needs to be put out there in the public. We are in contact with non-human intelligence. Non-human intelligence. So that doesn't necessarily mean aliens. That could mean AI. Could mean so aliens. good segue there. I like where you're going with that. Non. So I, um, I was chatting it up with Jack uh, Serafati uh, on uh, Twitter this weekend. He posted mm -hmm. some things. Actually, Carrie Cassidy sent this over to me. 
And um, I, I saw it and I wanted to the, the check it out. If you don't know who Jack Serafati is, um, see. he's got um, – there's his Twitter right there. He's an American-born theoretical physicist um, working largely outside of academia. His publications revolve around quantum physics and consciousness. Um, he – uh, Cornell University, PhD, uh, SDSU. He's uh, been all over the place. Atomic Energy Research Establishment, the Mike Planck uh, Institute of Physics, the International Center for Theoretical Physics. He's members of, correlated and collaborated with. He's going to come on the show here very, very soon. Yes, this is going to be amazing, dude. This is going to be really good. Um, so I talked to him. He's in the UK right now. And he said, yep, he'll come on. Um this is his, I guess, confession, if you want to talk about it. Let's listen. Let, just listen to this. My military source is not from those that the CIA, CIA's Ron Pandolfi calls crooks and loons, not the usual suspects. Ron does not know who I mean. This is why I'm willing to testify under penalty of perjury to the Senate Intelligence Committee and the House Intelligence Committee. Number one, we are not alone. Number two, non-human intelligence is a real uh, is real time traveling conscious AI using low power work drives. The U S military has at least one Cardinal three intact craft. The craft is alive. Now, if you go back to my conversations about how I hinted towards Leviathan crafts, Leviathan means alive bio, uh, bio AI crafts. Um, I have seen evidence vetted from military source of two kinds of non-human intelligence, both cases alive. They use telepathy, but one kind also can talk audio, sounds like dolphin whale music. They have weapons. Two kinds fight each other with humans as collateral damage. Important. Um, there are undersea, um, underwater submergible bases. Teleportation wormhole like the Philadelphia incident is real. Jack Vallee, uh, the ungrateful wretch, uh, whoever uh, is correct in his core story that these intelligence this have been around for thousands of years, and yes, they created us. The CIA's John Ramirez has alluded. Uh, Colonel Philip Corso told the truth, and so has Rick Doty about Cardinal 3, Bandit 7. And I believe Grush is also telling the truth to the best of his limited physical understanding, physics understanding. It is not possible to, to get sharp photons of warp craft and rapid dogfight maneuvers because of rapidly charging gravity produces char particles and also distorts the null geodesics uh, from the warp bubble on a short time scale fuzzing out any image except for very fast cameras perhaps math below explains this to a competent physicist the anomalous frequency shifts i predicted mentioned in frank milburn's two base of papers will settle this issue i'm willing to debate anyone on this because i will protect my active military source like grush and he goes on about um the information the evidence and what the Cardinal three was, was a captured craft designated Cardinal three, which is described as a 30 foot diameter saucer shaped flying craft exterior is made of an unknown material, but was extremely lightweight that could absorb sound waves. Um, now from what I got from, um, talking to uh, a few different people, no one secret or anything like that is that this is going to blow wide open in January. Now, what I think is going to happen is Donald Trump is going to start releasing information in January. I know I've been saying that's the one prediction that I've been wrong about, but I think that that's going to start happening in January 2024 is the final battle. Let's begin it with a bang, especially after whatever happens to the Supreme Court decision. And we know that the Mar-a-Lago documents contained information about this. And as all this goes on, if it does go that way and this starts to unfold, get ready for distractions and counteractions and just days where everybody's freaking out about 10 different things a day of just all these stories. Yep. Cause that's how it always goes. War. 
get ready for war because that's how they're that's how they're going to distract it dude and i want to go back to this uh, idea of these craft or, or this technology being run through dna i forget what, what you called it or being run through like bio technology kind of mm-hmm. well I, I they're called the leviathan uh, uh leviathan. leviathan leviathan craft and leviathan just is like, kind of uh um just a term utilized in actually that area of of ufology talking about a craft that is conscious yeah and we saw that in the movie district nine mm-hmm. on movie night where you basically have to have a certain kind of alien dna in order to use weaponry like certain yep of special guns as well as the spacecraft vehicles so it's trippy yep yep and and uh there's a few people out there have talked an extent about this I'll, I'll get them on the show so i think this weekend we're doing our, our christmas show this friday uh but then the week mm. after um before new year's we'll definitely do uh do I need to get, episode and we'll see if jack can come in do i need to get a bottle of a bottle of wine or some like uh baileys or something for that maybe it'll be a fun conversation i think all right so so there and there's also tons of different imagery coming out now what's also interesting as i said they're promulgating war and that war is going to be the biggest distraction that they're going to utilize whether it's cyber yeah whether it's cyber attacks attacks on infrastructure supply chain remember if you're distracted with high mortgage rates inflation high gas and energy prices and no food and toilet paper at the grocery store and then we're also at war overseas with iran and yemen and everybody else well, guess what? Now there's a big problem because people are distracted and not paying attention to the subtleties that actually do come out. And this is typically what they do. They release this information on Friday and they won't, the news won't pick it up and it will never trend on social media. Hopefully this time it does trend on social media, but I think that Donald Trump will come back on Twitter in the next, I, I don't know, maybe month, maybe, maybe Donald Trump comes back on Twitter. Cause we saw that Dan Scavino post and he goes, I got a story to tell you, my fellow Americans, listen here. Yeah. I hope, I hope, because if that's the case, man, boom, here it comes, right? I miss now, Trump's daily updates. He used you, to talk to the American people every single day. He did. Now, here's a problem. Today, the U.S. and Finland signed an agreement that establishes 15 new U.S. bases through Finland, including directly on the Russian border. The U.S. will have exclusive access to certain facilities. Remember when those people used to pretend to care about reducing U.S. military footprint? Yes, I do. Um, Do you remember a year ago when Russia said U.S. do not put bases in Finland? or there will be problems, there will be war. You remember in 2016 when Hillary Clinton was running for president and she was getting in spouting matches with Vladimir Putin, trying to instigate World War III, which was a globalist 16-year plan, saying that we are going to put military bases, military defense shields up in Finland and Ukraine and Sweden. And Putin's like, we will go to war. That's when he left the Nuclear Proliferation Treaty. Well, it's happening right now. They are trying to instigate a war on all different fronts. Now, they don't want to be the one who fires the first shot. Understandable. But I think that we're going to see events over the next few weeks. I think there's going to be more false flags. Hopefully not another Christmas event. I don't want to see a Christmas event. I know. They're already yeah, targeting. horrific. Of course, they're already targeting, given the religious aspect of these conflicts. But Yep. Now, did you see this video? And I'm not going to play the video because it's actually hard to watch of uh these th- these vehicles in colorado springs that took over the road and they're whipping donuts and they flip the car and there's people hanging out and get absolutely crushed 
No. Is this like street racers? Yeah, this is street racers. No. Not really street racers, but um, they were... Hooligans? It was kind of like a street party, and they had circled around the cars, right? Yeah. And, yeah, that ended up with... Uh, just search on Twitter, Colorado Springs, maybe. But what ended up happening is, is you see people hanging out of the windows, and the car rolls right mm. on top of them. They get crushed. I got they, yeah. they haven't been, gave an update yet on the condition of these people. I hope that they're all right. But no, just dude, they stupid. got crushed. Don't, just don't do stupid things, people. Come on. They got crushed. So Idiot. this is another part that I wanted. To, actually, I was looking for this post. I couldn't find it. I just found it. Um, as our solar system transits a galaxy, it moves through variations of particle dust densities and ionization patterns, exactly as Asia, ancient cultures warned us about. Now, we just talked about the imprinting of a 3,000-year-old event. Well, guess what? 1,300 years ago, there was the Miyaki event. The Miyaki event was exactly the same. Very, very similar to a micronova situation where massive amounts of solar radiation bombarded the Earth and stripped away its magnetic field. And you can see the visual diagram right there. And whatever side of the Earth is facing that area is going to be absolutely decimated. Jeez. And so an unexplained cosmic storm hit our planet. It left the imprints of tree rings across the globe and the ice cores of Antarctica. Then after 200 years, the event repeated. But this time it was 60% as strong. Almost like it's on a cycle. So... I think that we're going to have – and what they're, what are they going to do? Right now you had the, the World Economic Forum come out today and say what? Uh, they demand $3.5 trillion per year to decarbonize the planet to reach net zero and restore nature. Yeah. The new report came out today right after the volcano erupts that uh, researchers have simulated um, carbon meltdown on this planet, and it's worse than they ever assumed and that within the next 100 years – this planet is going to be unlivable and humanity is going to be gone. Yeah. And then pair that with the studies that came out where breathing is one of the main causes of all this. <laughs> breathing. Give huh? me a break. That's what they're saying. I'm it. not kidding. Breathing. Gotta love it. You can't uh, breathing. <laughs> hey guys, if you're on rumble, go ahead and give that thumbs up right over there on rumble. I want to, I want to see some thumbs up there. Oh, Much yeah. appreciated on that. Uh, I want to just go ahead. Guys, I'm kind of not feeling well today. Everybody was sick in my house last week. Um, I woke up today with just a tickle that turned into kind of a, a pretty bad headache. Uh, I'm, I'm surprised I've done this great good tonight because um, I'm feeling like absolute crap, but I'm, I'm taking massive amounts of vitamins and getting stuff pumped into my system. Uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to kill the show early tonight. Uh, I, Sorry, but we'll we'll hopefully I feel better tomorrow and we can do a little bit longer of a show. I want to go ahead and uh, give a shout out to everybody who has uh, um, taken place in the battle of the streams. Uh, but also, first, I wanted to do is, guys, we do have socialredpill.com. There's tons of new benefits if you go out there and you want to join. Um, there is um, we have Saturday night movie or Sunday night movie night. We have Saturday night game night where Vince kicked my ass on chess this weekend. I, I beat him once. Wow. Yeah. We, we play, we do that. <laughs> so we do the town hall, which our first town hall was this last weekend. And we went over the three stages of prepping three days, three weeks, three months, and three years over the three by four. Uh, and that is Jason Garcia leading that next week. He's going to talk about the three week prepping. 
Okay. And cool. so if you have that town hall meeting, you can go in there. The replays are on board. We also have Fringe after dark on Friday nights. We have uh, uh, Zooms every night. I know there hasn't been a lot yeah. of people in there. Everybody's tr- still trying to get adjusted to it. Uh, the the new Zoom and during Christmas time and June, June and December are usually the down spots for Zoom, just because people are out with family and doing things. So understandable. But you can join the socialredpill.com guys. Help support us with a subscription. It's much appreciated. We love you guys too. Uh, I want to get derived a good shout out for the nine month sub streak. Thank you so much, Derive Grismo, celebrating a 28 month subscription streak. Thank you so much, Grismo. Also donated an ice cream there, Grismo7. Thank you so much. RPG3573 celebrating a 28 month subscription streak. Thank you so much, RPG. Uh, get her done. Uh, donated two bells. Thank you so much. Get her done. Marilou, two bells as well. Thank you so much, Marilou. Enlightened Science, four bells. Thank you so much, Enlightened Science. RPG, two ice cream, and Roxy, STG, 69, three bells. Guys, thank you so much for all the donations. Uh, much appreciated. And you can kind of hear it in my voice. If you guys want to check out our sponsors, uh, we got some great mushroom products. I've been taking the hell out of them the last day. I don't take them every day, but I'm taking them today. Um, that is the pet club 247 products you can find that at redpills.tv slash mushroom those are human consumable and have done miraculous things you can find it on our rumble uh you can find it also on uh, redpills.tv where it's linked up and check that out uh much love respect god bless you guys you guys all take care have a great night and we'll see you guys tomorrow try and bend the spoon that's impossible only try to realize the truth what truth there is no spoon